Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Journey Coaching. We're super passionate about all things coaching and want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training over a thousand life coaches. Dive deep into a more meaningful career, find freedom, and make an impact on the world around you. So Noelle called me take two this morning, which I think is a great segue into... 2021. Today, we're going to talk about tools to work with your future vision and set the foundation for your new year. Noel Cordo, good morning. Good morning, my friend. Take two. How I are you? I, I love take two. That sounds like I get another chance at bat, you know, which, which we all want for the new year, correct? Indeed. I mean, I might, this might be your new um, name Take in my two. phone. I love it. I call Noelle um, the purple aura and uh, I keep forgetting that that's her name. So sometimes I'll try to text her and I'll type in N and nothing will show up. And, I, and then I forget, oh, she's, she's under the purple aura, not Noelle. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And I will take my purple aura with me into yes. the new year. It will be wonderful. So let's talk about uh, future vision and setting the foundation uh, and tools to um, make 2021 a better year than 2020. I don't think we have to try too yeah, hard <laughs> Just for do that nothing one. and it'll already be better. Just <laughs> Yeah. Stay still, everyone. It'll get better. Um, yeah, I know. As we've been doing this holiday series, we talked about reflecting mm -hmm. on the year, which I think is important. And then last time we talked about the art and science of right. goal setting to get your goals set up appropriately for the new year. And today we're going to go a step further. And I think that this series is a really wonderful illustration of how complex and intricate the goal setting process is when you engage with professional coaching. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So where should we start as far as, um, foundation. Yeah. So once you have your goal in mind, once you know what you want to accomplish and you've taken the time to work through all the steps, the next piece that you really have to work with is crafting your future visioning and keeping um, some habits and keeping that vision in your life and keeping that vision present with you as you proceed into the future. And today that's what we're going to talk about is how to keep your vision in your pocket so you don't lose track of it. Yeah. Um, would you also say, uh, because for me, and I'm a very visual person, uh, and, and I really believe in visualizing and seeing what you want, but um, today I, I believe there's, there's uh, at least for me, more power in asking yourself how you want to feel. And I wonder if that also falls under the umbrella of visioning, or is that separate, you think? I think it's all part and parcel of the same concept that we're going to get to today. You know, whether your future okay. vision is articulated in um, a vision board with actual snaps and images of the life that you want to create, or it's a narrative um, mm -hmm. journal entry that you've really flushed out what you're dreaming about, or if you've said, if, if it's a feeling, I know how I yeah. feel, it's totally yeah. subjective. Um, and really, you know, step one, when we're talking about this is wherever you land, you know, whatever that vision is for you, working with it is about feeding yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, um, 
you're not talking about food. I mean, I, I guess you can be, but what do you mean by feeding yourself? So the future vision that you hold, whether it's a feeling or an idea or a picture, will help you source that which is truly meaningful to you. And that's mm -hmm. where we pull our priorities from. So in order to set up ourselves appropriately to really live with that future vision, we need to feed ourselves content, learning, images, and other media that mm. is in alignment with that future vision. It could even be conversations with folks that you really love because yeah. think about our digital economy and how we don't stop being busy and responding to life. That doesn't leave enough room for our future vision to really take hold and take root. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of people forget this. It's like um, when it comes to, uh, you know, our basic needs, one of them being our intellectual need and um, having to feed your brain so your, your brain grows and, and changes and, um, you know, you, you, you kind of uh, use information uh, to exercise your brain. With dreams and visions, it's the same thing, but a lot of people, they they may have a snapshot, but they actually don't actively feed it. And I think that uh, their dreams can, can slowly, or, or goals can slowly wilt, you know, if you're not feeding it, watering it. Absolutely. And there's a couple of concepts to take into account here. So why are our future visions temporary? Why do they escape us? Why do they float away like clouds? A very direct answer to that question is the concept of cognitive load. Have you ever mm. heard of that before? No, cognitive load, no. Cognitive load. It's, well, our, our brains are set up really similarly to how computers function. And mm -hmm. Gmail was down yesterday. We had a hard time getting our podcast up today. That's why John's name is Take Two. And <laughs> <laughs> our brains function the exact same way. We have a fixed amount of working memory and a fixed amount of resources. And so we need to pay attention to this fact because modern life is trying to kill our brains. Mm. So how if so how do we um how do we adjust to that? How do we uh uh you know um not let it take our brains? Yeah. So you have to be paying attention to what you're doing with your time, where your yeah. brain is going. Um when we're talking about cognitive load, a really common example is the way students start showing up towards the end of the semester with their cell phones. And that starts to just reduce academic success because we're filling our heads with Instagram and TikTok instead of those facts that need to go into our final exam. Would you compare it to like nutrition, um, going through the drive through a lot instead of feeding our uh, bodies with uh, good food? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And implicit in this is the intentionality around it. So best practices, resetting and really feeding yourself for future vision call for a full week's retreat of leaving behind everything that currently exists in your life and just really immersing yourself in that which you really want, that's what you want to consume, whether that's TED Talks or um, documentaries or movies or long walks on the beach, just being with yourself and your thoughts. Um, it's important to find a way to be alone with your mm. desires. Yeah. And I think um, feeding your dreams can look different for everyone. 
um, for me, you know, sometimes I'll do a, a long run or a long motorcycle ride, or I'll get on the roar and, 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 you know, row like a 5k. And during that time, I am constantly feeding, dreaming, um, you know, allowing myself to uh, dream while I'm awake, you know, what do I want my 30,000 foot view to be? How do I want to feel in all areas of my life? And I think that feeding, feeding your dreams, it doesn't have to be just like sitting in a room and, you know, writing action steps on paper, it could be kind of, uh, you know, threaded into your, your life. Absolutely. And that brings us to our next point that language matters. You know, you just said that it doesn't sound good to you to sit there and write action steps on a piece mm -hmm. of paper. So what I'd like everyone to do is to start shifting their language. So instead of goals and action items, I'd like to use the word dreams. Mm. Yeah. And what's the, what do you think is the power in that? What's the difference between writing action items um, or using wor a word like dream? Um, so action items, uh, tasks, those aren't fun, juicy words. Right. And it just feels like work. It feels like work. And that sends you into an analytical mindset, which mm -hmm. is great sometimes. But when we're in the true future visioning state, we don't want that analytical mindset. We want things to be squishy so that we can be creative. And when we're there in analytical mind, our capacity for finding solutions actually narrows. Yeah. And I think we also have to remind ourselves that, that we, we it's okay to give ourselves permission because, um, and I know I was like this, you know, um, probably about seven years ago when, when I really was struggling, um, I didn't believe I could have things, you know, I didn't believe, uh, that I could, uh, you know, that, that, it, that I could get a book published or have a private practice. Um, so I didn't give myself permission to dream, you know, because I had a lot of self doubt. Uh, so giving yourself permission to to create your own future um, because you deserve that, I think it's a big step. It is a big step. So and that set starts with a simple question of, you know, what is my dream? Mm. And then yeah. don't stop there. Um, flesh it out with details, dates people yeah. and any other information that will bring it to life. So for me, um, traveling and, and living in France has been a long-term goal of mine. And Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And um, yeah. I, I'm actually starting to think about learning how to speak French. So that oh I can, God. That's yeah, amazing. yeah. And so that's, that's one of those little details. Okay. So if, if France, traveling, living in France is my dream. One of the details that goes into that is the language piece and then mm -hmm. dates, you know, when do I want to do that? Well, I'd really like to do it maybe end of 2021, uh, maybe spring of 2022 and take maybe one or two months and just really move around and, and live in different places and experience that country. So those are dates and details that are bringing my vision to life. Yeah. It's also, this is what feeding this dream looks like for you. Right. Mm -hmm. And even, um, visiting, even going there, uh, uh, even, you know, um, learning, um, French all of that is feeding your dream. So feeding your dream, isn't just something you do passively. It's, it's also something you do actively. 
It is something that you do actively and taking the space to write down those details, you know, jot down Mm -hmm. um, the experiences that you want to have. So, for example, I learned that my family um, on the French side is from Normandy. So Mm. um, I'd really like to have seafood in Normandy. (laughs) That's a really specific point. And, And those are the kind of, quote unquote, action steps that go into a juicy, yummy dream. Yeah. And I think there's also a healthy obsession involved. You know, when you start to dream, like, you know, your example of um, wanting to live in France and it sounds very romantic and, and uh, you know, eating seafood, all of this stuff, um, you, you got to kind of get obsessed with it, you know, um, because it's also easy to uh, let dreams fade away. Yes, absolutely. And when we're, Analyzing that aspect of dreaming, the number one thing that can support us in keeping our dreams present are other people. Accountability. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so let's talk about building a dream team. Yeah. So just telling other people what you want your life to look like will enhance your own capacity. So now you know about my dream and I can imagine from time to time, you'll ask me about it or I will try to speak to you in French (laughs) and you will be confused and it will be wonderful. But if people don't know where you want to go and the role that they can play in your life, they can't help you get there. I, yeah, I got it. I don't. I mean, I, I think this is huge. Um, there's an energy involved in announcing your dream. Now, of course, uh, to people who care about you and 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 want you, you know, to do do the best and champion your story, we're not talking about people who who's going to bring you down and tell you that you can't do something. But if you are sharing your dreams with people that you trust and and, and people who who um, you know want you to accomplish your dreams there's like this this energy that becomes exponential you know there's this like um someone hitting the ball back to you and so like now that i know noel wants to uh uh, live in france like um me you know supporting that me also (laughs) wishing that for her and even if it's subtle i mean when when she gets that everywhere she goes now there's um accountability there's people holding her up there's you know and so I think that's that's really everything because if not you're you're doing it by yourself and and that could be exhausting. It can be exhausting, you're filled with self-doubt. It really takes the fun out of it. And this is another reason why coaching is so effective. And one of the reasons why our community at Journey Coaching is genuinely magic because accountability buddies are magic. Yeah. And I, I mean, as a witness, um, you know, Noel has uh, built a dream team with Journey Coaching. And I got to say that, that we are where we are because of the team and, and, and the kind of people they are. Um, and, and, you know, when someone falls down, helping them up, um, us taking turns, like all of that is, is kind of what keeps the train moving. I mean, hell yes. Shout out to the Journey Dream Team all day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And sure. you know, it, when we're when we're working with this, the other relationship that you have to consider very heavily is your relationship with yourself. Mm, yeah, and which I think is um, probably the most important. So expand on that. So just as you said earlier, you didn't believe that you could have nice things, that you could do great things, that you could experience a lot of the different aspects of your life that have come to fruition. And so as you're dreaming, 
as you're really crafting this plan, as you're making your choices about what you want to experience, let's be real, before you die, don't forget mm-hmm. to tell yourself. Don't forget to flush out these dreams and dates and really have that conversation with yourself about, you know, hey, guy, let's be real with ourselves. Um, you know, one day we're going to kick it. And do you want to be on this earth never having touched every single piece of it that you wanted to? Yeah. And I got to say, I don't know about you guys, but 2020 has been a year where around me there's been um, two Ds, divorce and death. Mm-hmm. Um, lot, lots of divorce and lots of people that I know personally, either their their parents or grandparents, um, um, just people passing. And 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 for me, uh, you know, someone who's uh, a- approaching fifty now, I'm like, oh, life is short, and um, the, there's a there's no time for um, dwelling and 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 not to pursue your dreams and. And uh, this year has been such a great reminder of that. You know, if anything good has come out of this year, it, it, it's basically put a fire under my, my ass to, to chase after things that I, I want. Yeah, yeah. So here's the powerful questioning for that relationship with yourself. What is the dream I want to bring into reality in the next year, two, five, ten, whatever the date range is that works for you? Mm-hmm. So for mm-hmm. me, in the next two years, I'd like to spend a substantial amount of time in France. Wow. I love that. I love that. And um, I think that's amazing. And, I, you know, I wouldn't have even predicted that, you know. And also, um, that's probably one of many dreams you have, right? So uh, when we talk about dreams, um, it doesn't have to just be one macro dream. It could be, um, you know, you, you might have a dream to to run a marathon one day. You might have a dream to go somewhere. You might have a dream to, you know, build a company, whatever it is, we have many dreams. So it seems like, yeah. And that's one of your dreams. That's one of them. I also like to be super clear. I do not have a dream to run a marathon one day. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That that is not on my list. That may be on your list and I support you. (laughs) I, 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 I kind of do, but, um, I know that, um, um, so I, I don't running is hor- I hate running. It's like, I run with the, uh, the, like I'm being chased by the police uh, and, um, (laughs) to run a marathon, you have to train by running like eight miles a day. And I don't, I mean, but it is, it is a dream that I'm kind of entertaining. Um, but of course not one of my main dreams, but it's, uh, you know, it's something on the side. Yeah. Okay. So let's lead with that. And and let's talk about our, our final step for really feeding, enhancing and, and honoring that future vision, which is, um, stepping away from the shiny things. Mm, yeah, I could relate to that. Mm-hmm, totally. So how does that show up for you with running? Um, well, what's interesting is uh, I, I, I spent a lot of my, my, my life, 20s and 30s in Los Angeles, chasing shiny things and attaching uh, those shiny things to my worth. And because I didn't get those shiny things, I thought I was worth less or defective. Um, so with running, uh, what I love about running is it's not shiny. Um, especially a marathon where, you know, it's your own personal journey, your own growth. Um, it's not about like, um, cause for me, it wouldn't be about obviously winning the marathon. Like that would be shiny, right? The gold medal. Um, it would just be just a finish. And so, um, coming from, uh, uh, you know, doing local CrossFit competitions and always wanting to, um, compete, be competitive, uh, running a marathon to me is like, um, not shiny at all. It's a very internal, 
uh, journey that has to do with endurance, not you know the, my usual just sprinting out of the uh, uh, the gates like a muzzled greyhound. <laughs> yeah. So a fun fact that I thought was super interesting is that special forces uh, training includes a warning that attractive targets of opportunity will almost always show up when a soldier is on a mission. And mm. identifying those targets of opportunity is what you need to do in order to be successful on the mission because they'll produce short-term pleasure, wins, they'll feel good in the moment, but inevitably they'll undermine your main mission. Yeah, you know, as you're saying that, I kind of imagined um, – when we change our focus, our, our lenses change. So we're able to see things that we didn't before. Mm, yeah. And a, a huge part of making our dreams come true is making sure that we're aware of the different lenses, that we're aware that we can take our rose-colored glasses off and put them on, um, and that in that we source for obstacles, even if it's the mm -hmm. way that we see the world. So, you know, John has a mindset right now that you run like you're being chased by the cops. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Imagine a refrigerator being rolled down the street and the doors are flapping. That's me running. Yes. And so, I, you know, when you were talking about it, I thought it was really poignant that you were talking about this, you know, deep and personal relationship of endurance with yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm I'm not good with endurance, um, and that that's the general rule in all areas of my life. So it's a it, the marathon would be a metaphor of me um, actually leaning into an endurance instead of the sprint. Yeah, so that's a great point because obstacles are not always apparent. They're not always as apparent as a fallen log in the road that you have to physically jump over. It can be re your mm -hmm. relationship with a concept. It can be a person whose habits trigger you into behavior that you want to avoid. Um, right. It could be, you know, just making a quick buck instead of staying the larger course to a, a longer term payoff. So when we're, when we neglect our obstacles and we refuse to dig into awareness, we're effectively saying not right now to our long-term goal. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. So um, things to think about as you're listening to this, as you're um, um, I'm thinking about your dreams and what you want for uh, 2021 and, and even past that, um, hopefully we, we've uh, shed some light or given you some kind of outline or format so you're not just um, wanting and wishing and just, you know, sitting on the couch um, um, crossing your fingers, right? Because that to me, that's not dreaming. No, that's not dreaming. Um, yeah. it, it, wishing is wonderful, but um, the details, the how, the when, the where, mm -hmm. the what, and the why are what's going to bring this baby to life and you need to have that visual representation, whether it's a feeling that you attach to, a vision board, computer passwords are mm -hmm. a great way to remind you of your goal. So I might change all my computer passwords to France 2022. France. <laughs> yes, I love that. Right? No, but you you know what? Um, that that kind of stuff uh, uh, leaks into your subconscious. I think that's what's powerful. Exactly. About it. That's why it's powerful. And then you know, looping people in, building your dream team, um, finding someone. My dad is also learning French, so I can talk to him. Mm. Um, and then you know, really remembering to have fun because we're talking about your 
one precious life and what you Mm -hmm. want to do with your time while you're alive. And while that can be daunting, um, I'm pretty damn sure that our purpose on this earth is to be joyful. Yeah. Yeah. And so easy to forget, you know, being uh, just caught up in the rat race. Yeah, indeed. Well, I'm changing uh, my username from the angry therapist to the marathon man. Nice. And, and, <laughs> and, and Noel, uh, write me when you're in France. Send I me will. a postcard. I, right. I will. Guys, thank you for listening. Be well. Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to journey.co slash everything to explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose and a strong community to do it in. We created Journey Coaching to equip you with the tools, training and community you need to attain your goals. Join Journey Coaching and begin your journey towards personal freedom and a transformative state of growth today. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O slash everything.